0: Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, and special guest Mark Conway to tell us all the secrets and all the things that banks don't want you to know about financing yes. yes. at this time. Um, so, welcome, Mark and Mark. Thank you. So I've got Novak and Conway Bye. to make it easy for myself. Mark, Mark, Michael, Triple M. Triple, triple M. M. Triple M. M. Yeah. M. Let's get started. So what, what month are we? October 2020. How easy is it to get money at the moment? And then let's get into some
1: particulars. So it's hard to get money at the moment. However, the benchmark rate for servicing is coming down with some banks, which means that your income can service a higher debt. That's quite good. Borrowing money at close to 2%. If they add the buffer at 2.5%, they're running servicing on a much lower, close to 5% than 5.5% that they were looking at not long ago. So, so just based to on, that on that-
0: So people understand, so if, because people always have the fear, well, what happens if the interest rates go up? They, will I be able to afford it? Just explain that buffer, that what you said there, that you're borrowing at 2.5, but they service
1: 5%. So they banks add a 2.5% buffer to the interest rate and if that's lower than the floor rate they will use that for loan servicing and if it's higher than the floor rate they'll use the floor rate basically what that means is they're adding two and a half percent to your interest rate to make sure you can afford it and then at 0.25 of a rba interest rate cut that's quite a few interest rate rises while they can make sure that you can still afford those loans so they're putting a buffer between the rate that you're paying and the rate that you're servicing on, to make sure that you can afford the loan that you've applied for. Beautiful. Mark, who's this? Who's this
2: Freiburg guy? What does he do?
1: He's the treasurer. So Josh Freiburg's the treasurer. And he made an say. announcement. He made an announcement saying what that is. It's gonna. He's gonna make it easier. So he wants to free up credit to stimulate the economy. So, what they've proposed if they've proposed ASIC and APRA don't both regulate the banks, that ASIC takes a step back and APRA just to regulate the banks, and they change it from the onus on the bank to more on the onus on the borrower, which means if you sign up to a credit contract and you've signed all the bits and pieces, you've provided all the income details, there's less pressure on the bank and more pressure on you, which in theory should free up credit. And make the a little bit of a loosening on the criteria that's needed, and change it from the change it to more of a borrower pays kind of a perspective. That that, should, help. Help.
0: that should really help, like your yeah, self-employed, self, um, your business owner, because I know in the past it, it's been very difficult for them to get loans with proof of income and if they've got cash and there's so many loopholes, do you see that helping them or will it still be just as tough?
1: I think it will still be just as tough because the banks are still going to run rigorous servicing and they're going to look at your profit. They're going to look at the ad backs and they're still going to make sure you can service the loan irrespective of who the onus is on. It's still going to have to run through servicing. The banks have been regulated even tighter for the last 10 years it's mm. unlikely that they're going to relax just because one person in the government says that it will be a good idea.
2: But if this, this noose has been tightening for 10 years, I think since 2009, since 2010, it's been getting harder and harder exactly. and harder. I, is it really going to loosen up like that?
1: I don't think it will because it's a step back on all of the regulation and says, look, don't worry about the things that we've had to do in the past. You know, we only needed that for X amount of years. Why? We're just going to revert back to our old habits of just letting a loan go through because it looked good on paper to start with and they didn't do any of the additional testing. The expenses sections aren't going to be wound back. They're going to be kept in place because it's responsible and they're going to make sure that the banks are always lending responsibly. To make sure that their balance sheets look good they're still going to be accountable at the end of the day irrespective of if the treasurer of australia says that credit should be more free flowing and available
0: mm. And what sort of your time limit to get an application approved at the moment Let, if oh, we run the scenario? What a dirty, what a dirty question what
2: you a just dirty asked.
1: dirty question. There's a massive gulf in service levels between banks at the moment. Yep. Uh, some banks are absolutely disgusting on how long it takes them to pick up an application.
2: Yeah, what is disgusting uh, look
1: like? Disgusting can be weeks and months. Wow. Uh, we won't name and shame too much at the moment but we need to be very careful when you approach a bank that you know what the service level is like. It could be the difference between missing out on a property, pulling your hair yeah. out because it took three months to get to the approval stage. There's a huge- Three months? Three months. It could be a disparity between wow. the bank, enough to make you just change applications later on for no good reason whatsoever. So Mark, it's a really important- if it took my loan
2: question. three months to get approved, that would be, I'd be disgusted, Mark. You would
1: be disgusted,
0: yes so yeah, that's, that shows a big emphasis on the borrower like getting in contact one with a broker not a bank because if you walk in the door of the bank that's going to take three months you're pretty screwed because they're not going to tell you and then two um depending on what your deal looks like they may be the only bank you can get the loan with so you really need to have that lead time before you find a property
1: aid that's right, because you can't bid on a property without an approval. And if it took two or three months to get an approval, you would never get a property. So, uh-huh. um, and we're actually coming into the end of year at the moment. And from November onwards, traditionally, loan B service time doubles. So if mm. it took a week, it's uh-huh. going to take two weeks. So we're in October at the moment. We've got a couple of weeks left before the banks start to send out their settlement times for Christmas. Yep. Uh, making sure that everyone can meet a Christmas or pre-Christmas settlement. And then we've got to negotiate that with our vendors, making sure that we can meet cooling off periods and things like that. So there's a lot of an interesting period coming up, traditionally starting from the first week of November onwards.
0: For, for someone watching out there who's thinking about buying, can you give like a quick 10-second re, recap on what a good applicant looks like, as in what paperwork they have ready for you compared to a ship one just so in their head they can go okay i'm going to call a broker today this is what i need to have ready what what should they really have ready just a quick little
1: uh good we need, when, on a high level you need two things to buy property cash for your deposit and income for debt servicing but your liabilities and outgoings are also more important now than ever so I need to look at the bank statements, get all of your current loan statements up until the date that you apply to make sure that everything is current as possible. So you might need to massage your credit card bill. Credit card bill. bill. So your phone yeah. bill,
0: credit card, yeah. um,
1: any car all, loan, all those. All your car loans. If the statement comes out every six months, you've got to get it from the bank as quickly as you can. You want to put together an ironclad application and make sure that it passes really well so when you send it to a bank, it gets approved in a couple of days. If if an application is extremely strong, it'll get approved in 48 hours. Wow, okay. So okay. I sent an application to a bank on Thursday and at 3.30 on Friday, it was unconditionally approved. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't a big loan.
2: What, is, how, what, is, what does strong mean
1: look like? Strong means good income, plenty of what's called a post surplus on a monthly basis. That means that after your loan repayments inside the service and calculator, there's $500 a month of extra money. That means that the loan comfortably passes loan servicing. So these things you don't know until you apply for the loan, but it's really important to nut these things out first and become really organized.
0: Yeah, so it may actually be a good recommendation that if someone may be able to stretch borrowing for a million, million dollars, but it may take two to three months to get the loan because they're stretching it, where yeah. they could get a loan quite comfortably for 600000 and get it within 48 hours sort of thing, especially if it's an well, investment
1: property. Well, for an investment property, that's a good idea, but if it's a home, that means you might be buying a home that's less than what you want. 100%. But for an investment property, that might be a good idea. Quickly pick up that one better or that two better rather than stretching for the three better.
2: Yep. Hey, Mark, why are people so reluctant to talk to you in the first place? Why are, like, I keep telling prospective buyers that talking to a broker is free, you're, you're like, you know, you only pay if they're successful, but I, I, why is it so hard for them? Like, they don't mind coming to walk through a property without, without getting an approval, but they're reluctant to come and talk to you.
1: There's something why? about bank loyalty. If you've been walking into CBA since you were 15 years old, there's some people seem to have a strange loyalty to their local bank um mm. there there's a move away from that now with digital banks but there is a lot of people that go no the family guy does the finance or the local bank does the finance or i walked into aussie home loans and the guy behind the desk was very helpful and i'm just going to go in there
2: mm. but they don't even these guys don't even want to go for a loan though like they don't even want to ask for a loan and and uh, you know is it because often they, I, I think that sometimes the devil's in people's heads a little bit like, I don't know. I, I, think they're a probably. Bit, they're scared.
0: I think they're potentially scared of yeah. hearing what they don't want to hear. I know what you're saying. So it's not, we're coming from, they're more of a, they want to buy that. They don't know any broker. They don't know any bank. But they, they'd rather see 30 properties with us and, and divulge everything to an agent when we're like, no, you got to speak to a broker. He'll tell you but they're very timid. I think it be the fear of rejection or, I don't know, maybe they think they're wasting I think it's a time. it's fear of the
1: unknown. If you've never been through the process, you don't know what's involved. Yep. And, and being organised is the smartest thing you can do. Mm. So if you're considering doing something, get organised approvals last three months. They can be extended easily, but get all your ducks in an order, especially in the strangest economy the planet's ever seen.
0: And they don't need to come see you physically, do they? You could do most things no, over the no. phone, quick call on the and phone
1: or on email, it's even easier. Yeah. So okay. we discuss what you want, we run the calculations, send me all your information. I'll come back to you with a couple of different options. Talk to you about property, talk to you about buying power, borrowing power, what does the cost look like on X amount of different options? And then you can go away and make an educated decision. And that's free,
0: or does that cost something for someone to have that, get that information? That's
1: free for you. I'll charge, but oh, most people. Oh my
2: god! It's for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. for free. <laughs> yeah.
1: that,
2: that's amazing. Um, yeah. Now, just a, a first home buyer. A first home buyer often, yeah. The first home buyer being self motivated is is less likely. A self, a first home buyer with their. Put up from mum and dad up there, bum is pretty common. Um, mm. What does the first home buyer need to buy a house? for Five hundred thousand. Because at the moment, the government's saying you don't have to pay any stamp duty. So at the moment, they're saving twenty five grand on stamp duty. At the moment, they only need a five percent deposit, so they only need a twenty five thousand dollar deposit. But if a first home buyer uh, has the deposit of twenty five grand. They can use 5% because of our lovely government incentives. They can use the um, stamp duty because of our lovely government incentives. What income do they need? What sort of job do they need? Or what's going to be a yes from from the bank and what's going to be a no from the bank?
1: That's right. So there's a misconception out there that someone on 50 grand can go and buy property. And you can uh-huh. borrow around six times income as a maximum, or as a benchmark to work on. Oh, so points. if you're fifty grand a year one. and you go for a three hundred thousand dollar loan, it might just go through. If you want to buy, you can't buy anything in in our area or in the Sydney area for that kind of money. So if you do yeah. want to buy for five hundred and you want to borrow four fifty plus, you're looking for eighty ninety thousand a year in income to make sure you can cover the debt. Very you good You've got to go zero that's, the, that's the code. biggest thing I've heard control. in lending ever. That's a yes. great. That's right. So there's got to be a minimum income level on a base income that they can look at. So if you have on eighty thousand a year, six eight a forty eight. That would service a loan that would buy yep. you a property for five hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Okay. And you would pass comfortably. You would be able to shop at almost any bank. You would be entitled to fixed rates at close to 2%. Wow. Uh, the, products, the products would open to you would be vast.
0: Now, how about if mum and dad will help? So they've got even less of a deposit or they let's say the first home buy thing's gone and mum and dad, or they want to buy a house. For, for getting the grants and all that, just a first home buyer, mum and dad have a house with a million dollars equity. How can mum and dad
1: help? So... As a guarantor loan or a family pledge which is what you're referring to yep the borrower still needs to service the debt so the loan is still going to be four hundred and something thousand dollars you still need income to do that if mum and dad want to put in cash to balance up their rest that makes, works a little bit differently but if they're putting in equity we still need to service the equity so when we do these kinds of family loans we still need to do a lot of legwork to start with just mm-hmm. to see does it all stack up from a perspective of of the lending side of it, equity is great, but you still need income to cover the loan.
0: Yeah, that time six is a big yeah. one, regardless yeah, of yeah, how So, yeah. let's say
2: so little Johnny, little Johnny wants to buy a little unit and little Johnny um, wants to buy a unit for 600000 Little Johnny has to borrow technically uh, uh, 570000 Little Johnny, to service that loan, Needs to have an. I don't quite understand uh, what you mean by times ticks of the income. So if little Johnny is earning sixty times that by six,
0: yeah, and that's three hundred and six, sixty.
2: He's likely to lend. Yeah, and if little if little Johnny is earning eighty times that by six, he can borrow four hundred and twenty. So yeah. little Johnny's going to find it hard to buy something for six hundred thousand unless he's got a killer wage. Well,
1: that's right. So – so, it means yeah, you've got to be on the middle to the higher bracket to start to borrow a little bit more money. Now, you know, there's going to be an adjustment to the tax brackets at the moment, which will help a little bit, but it will only probably help, probably help, help maybe
2: Johnny. by 5%. So, it. the only other way around that is for mum and dad to take on a loan to top up the balance for little Johnny. And give the money to right. little Johnny. So well, if, yeah. little give Johnny, if little Johnny is in sixty, and take it to three sixty, mum and dad can borrow two hundred for little Johnny, and yeah. little that's Johnny right. can buy something for five sixty.
1: That's right. And we need to workshop that well in advance because that's gifted funds, mm. and we need to make sure that that's in the account for three months if we can. We need to look at banks that, that might not look at genuine savings. There's a couple of different options that we need to consider on that. So if someone's got low income, we need a really good deposit.
0: Okay. Now, talking so, about COVID, COVID still some incentives to help banks did for COVID. Is that still going? Will that be extended? What's What's happening with COVID at the moment?
1: So the mortgage freezing or the mortgage holidays or whatever the term you want to use is coming up soon. Yes, it'll be extended. You've got to make an application to the bank on why you need it extended. Uh, it's going to run out soon. Uh, that's only for people with existing debt. Once, that's, once that debt's finished, with a little bit of luck, you haven't paid your repayments in a while, so you should have saved up a little bit of money, and then it's time to start those repayments again with the interest capitalized into the loan as well. Mm. It wasn't free money. No. So that's something to discuss with people that have an existing loan and they're not sure about the parameters. First step is to go to your bank. If you don't understand it, talk to someone else.
2: Yep.
0: What about uh, any uh, banks, uh, yeah Mark,
2: I'm uh, just thinking about little Johnny again If little Johnny gets married He's He's, he can, he's lending doubles If
0: she works if yeah, That's little true Johnny's
2: wife, If little Johnny's girly Earns the same amount of money as him So if she's earning 60 And he's earning 60 Times mm. that by 6 They can borrow at most 700 grand Is this true?
1: This is technically true However they've got two lots of expenses now to add into the family mix so oh. maybe that comes down to five 5.5 5. we don't know you know maybe you know little johnny's wife is a big spender we need mm. to workshop that a little bit as well um yeah. little johnny's wife happens to have some credit cards that johnny didn't know about that happens. <laughs> happens all the time happens all the time yeah, you know? so, um, yeah.
0: so talk us through what's the so a good deposit what's uh with mortgage insurance, so just people can get a range. Let's say their wage is no issue, they're earning 200 grand a year. So what's the minimum minimum amount of cash they'll get a loan for? Like 5% but they pay mortgage insurance or is it minimum 20% of purchase price? Let's say wage is no issue. Just talk us through right. that for people out there. The
1: wage is no issue, which means you can service the loan you want. 20% yep. deposit avoids mortgage insurance. And anything less, we go to the banks and we ask for the loan to be insured. All banks that, have a different, different amount that, of mortgage insurance and sometimes putting in less cash and playing a bit of mortgage insurance over 30 years is a smart decision. You might need to keep 20 grand back to fix up the property. You might not have that extra money in the first place, but you've got good income. So there's a couple of parameters to discuss there. Everyone has a different situation.
0: Yep. Um, commercial property, borrowing commercial,
1: completely different ball game. Oof. Oh, so oh.
0: Deposit-wise, minimum what? Sixty percent deposit, thirty. Let's say
1: good. Other way around. Other way around. Forty percent deposit, thirty-five percent deposit. The twenty uh, percent deposit is a bare minimum, with only a couple of different options. Commercial is a whole different ball game. Um, generally looking at the company that's buying it is there a lease in place? What's the premises do? Uh, the financials behind the purchase there's a lot more to discuss on that.
0: How does a bank look at it if it's vacant? So they're going to have to look at your whole personal expenses and basically say, Well, if the shop's empty and it's going to cost $500 a week. Can you afford maybe seven hundred dollars a week extra on top of all your personal stuff? So you would
1: well, need a really big really. income. That's right, and you're paying all the outgoings because you're going to be yeah. a tenant in that case. So there's a lot, a little bit to add into it. There. Commercial is a bit different. Let's um, let's workshop that. Yeah, commercial rates,
0: commercial rates at the moment
1: uh, mid threes and upwards. Yep, uh, still quite attractive. Four and a half to five percent with a lot of different banks, you can shop around a little bit. Um, I've seen some in the low threes once or twice lately, uh, but the average is four, four, four and a half, somewhere around there. Hey,
2: Mark, what's your favorite loan to write?
1: (coughs) That's a good question. My favorite loan to write is generally someone who might work in IT, they've got a good base salary, they've had commissions for a couple of years. And uh, you know, they've got a taxable income of two, three hundred thousand. Those <laughs> yes. that kind of loans go through quite easily. If they're in a space that's unaffected by COVID, then applications fly through the system. Okay. Also for real estate agents, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, what was I going to say, Co- you mentioned affected by COVID. So are banks looking pretty closely at people in hospitality, industry, things like that? Uh, travel.
1: Yeah, travel. If you're a travel agent, I don't think you could possibly get a loan if you tried. Um, if you're in hospitality, it would also be extremely tough. Um, is your business pivoting to more of an online perspective? What does vast look like versus your vast returns? Uh, self-employed people in those bases very difficult was your taxable income affected did you take a pay cut to make good the months covid what does your yeah. space look, like, look like june 30. so uh,
2: yeah, mark before we wrap up a couple of uh, comments from our users give me the give me the money seems like westpac has already adjusted loan servicing that's from Luke Moroni let me use the equity I'm waiting to borrow from Luke Moroni um, and uh, banks go on an early holiday party time yeah they do they leave it mm. sounds like servicing servicing doubles sounds like half the people are going away um, do the banks want want the rich to get richer a yeah, great one that's yeah <laughs>
0: A <laughs> yeah. and is
2: sure. slow. Is A and
1: Z one of the slow ones? Uh yeah, A and very slow. West Park terrible. But yeah, so some banks at the moment extremely slow. Now um, you need to be very patient if you'd like to if you'd like to do business with that kind of a bank.
0: Now, second-tier lenders, I think a lot of people may hear of them, don't know if they're good bad, stay away from them. If you don't pay, they come on your door with a bait or bat. Can you run us through what a second-tier lender is for the audience?
1: Second-tier lender is anything outside the big four. Yeah. ING, Bank West, Macquarie yeah. Bank, Me Bank. Uh, the list yeah. goes on and on. Very so, popular they're, second-tier they're, banks. So they're still um, very reputable. And well yeah, known. they all have yeah. banking licences, you've got mortgage managers, or they're funded by big banks as well, they've got international bonds. There is no difference between a top four and a second tier bank, no difference whatsoever.
0: Okay, that's a good tip. Uh, anything else you want to get out of to the audience, Mark, that you come across every day, that's a good tip?
1: for uh, some... it's a matter of make sure your paperwork's up to date, bank statements are the hardest things to get from banks, uh, transaction listings need to be up to date. Waiting for paperwork delays and application. And we're coming into the silly season at the moment where the service times blow out. Mm. So if you do need a loan and you want to get organized, make sure everything's up to date. Pay slips are as recent as possible. Um, any credit card limits get lowered or cancelled ASAP. Um, just to make so sure ah.
2: Don't miss credit card payment.
1: Don't miss, no late payments on loans. Banks can't stand that. It's no gambling. Yeah, yeah, but there's no, a
0: good one. What's so if you've got $10,000 credit card, let's say it's not used, what's the number? Because I remember mean, when you told me this, a $10,000 credit card will basically take $20,000 off the loan they will give you or something like that.
1: Banks use 46% to service the credit card, so 3.8% a month. You've got a 10 grand credit card, $380 a month as an expense. Irrespective of oh how long you've the car. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh so, uh, credit cards are bad for their servicing. Get rid of them. Yep. Get, rid of
2: them, do them, do some get rid of them. Produce Yeah. I believe the animals. Yeah. yeah. They're an animal, those credit cards.
1: Horrible. Horrible.
0: All righty. Anything it's else good. you want to add oh, on to oh, this? Oh, this has been really good, informative. Any questions, audience out there? Luke, Lisa? Luke, make me you
2: questions, Lisa, yeah. Mickey, per- Mickey Persky. She's a beautiful lady, that big Mickey Persky.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and uh, anything else? And I'll get a... husband's a broker. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: oh okay.
0: Conway, are you it's seeing go more loans now. being done? Are you busier now or quieter? Like, what?
1: just generally... My, in the world? I'm busier than I've ever been at the moment, Um uh, but we're a bit selective of who we work with just to make sure they keep a good, strong customer base. And yep. everyone's going to be organised with paperwork. So um, if you'd like to reach out and you're organised, love to have a chat.
0: <laughs> if you're not organised.
1: <laughs> yeah, life's too short. That's my time. Yeah,
0: that no, right. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: That, that's imperative. You. It's like you're happy to have the the conversation, do a lot of work, free of charge for clients, but just yep. get your shit together. That's all you ask.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Get your together. And we do, use, we do use Mark for loans. We do recommend for Mark for loans, and he's an amazing champion. Very good drink scotch as well.
1: Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Thanks for coming <laughs> Thanks, on. Mark. You're Thanks, mate. Right.
0: Thank you. All. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Cheers. 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 Bye-bye. bye-bye.